Before we get started on today's episode, we have a request for you, dear listeners. We're planning to have an episode in the near future where we answer your questions. Shoot us an email with any questions you might have about us, our careers, teaching in general, or our opinion on the latest Star Wars film, or anything else you can think of. We can't wait to hear from you. Seriously, we can't wait. Send us questions right now. (laughs) Shut up, Clint. On with the show. Hello again, everybody. I'm Clint. And I'm Chad. And welcome to School Dia, Recess Edition number six. These are short breaks between full episodes where you end up with grass stains and bloody knees. Wait, what? Well, maybe not the blood in the grass, but definitely a short break. That's right. And just like real recess when you were a kid, we hope you find these episodes to be a fun and relaxing break from the rest of your day. Over the last two recess editions, Chad and I have shared some of our own exciting, weird, and sometimes stressful experiences with field trips. We've discussed our favorite field trip memories as students, as well as our experiences from the other perspective as teachers, both the good and the not so good. Like the planning, the paperwork, permission slips, travel arrangements, finding chaperones, logistics. The list goes on and on. And convincing the powers that be that your field trip is a practical learning experience worthy of all the effort can be a challenge as well. And don't forget the biggest hurdle of all, money. Just a bus ride can be spendy, but then you add admission costs, meals, and even lodging in some cases. Field trips get super expensive super quickly. What if none of those things were an issue? What if all the planning and the financing was taken care of and you could pick a field trip anywhere you wanted and just do it? What would you choose? Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) So for our final segment on field trips, we decided to explore the magical fantasy land where we as teachers could do any field trip we wanted No strings attached. And while this will likely never really happen, hey, it's always fun to dream. So let's get started. Clint, you're first. Okay, well, I have two different groups of students that I teach. Some are pre-AP students and some are sometimes referred to as co-taught kids because there's another classroom teacher in the room with me. Okay. And uh, a lot of those kids are on IEPs or are lower level students. And so I have two fantasies about school. Right. Got it. I just want to make that clear. I'm sure you have many more not about school. I don't want (laughs) to talk about those. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway, the first one, I'm going to go with my pre-AP kids. Mm -hmm. I would love to take them on a semester quote at sea. I'm going to pretend that our school has access to a private plane okay and we can go wherever we want whenever we want and so i would want to walk us through our curriculum and go and experience the locations where the literature that we read goes on so the first thing would be i'd love to go and perform antigone at the amphitheater in delphi greece and have them do it the way they would have done it back then then we read a book called the book thief it's all about the holocaust and i'd want to go to auschwitz and i'd want them to walk through those places as we read the book Mm -hmm. so that they can really feel it in their bones what these people were experiencing. I want to take them to see a performance of Romeo and Juliet in the Globe Theater replica that's in London. I'd want to go to Nigeria and experience the world of Things Fall Apart, a world that clearly for many reasons we don't have here in the United States as great of an understanding of as maybe we could. I'd want to go get a tour of the African American History Museum in Washington, D.C. for the color purple. And then finally, and this one would be probably their least favorite, but I think would be the most meaningful, would be to go to Northern California and work a farm like migrant workers, just like in Of Mice and Men. 
I think having those kinds of experiences would always trump book learning. But for my non-pre-AP kids, so many of them have never stepped outside of the Roanoke Valley and just don't know the wider world. And so what I would want to do with them, like almost right when I first meet them, I would want to take mm-hmm. them on a guided tour of New York City. Wow. So I'd want to take them to go see Shakespeare in Central Park. I want to take them to the top of the Empire State Building so they can look all around New York City. Mm-hmm. I'd want to walk with them across the Brooklyn Bridge and get a slice of pizza on the other side. I'd want to climb the Statue of Liberty with them, visit Ellis Island, work a day in a homeless shelter, eat in a fancy restaurant, dress up for a Broadway show and go watch The Lion King or something, Mm -hmm. go to museums and see great art and really just show them the world outside of Southwest Virginia and use it as an opportunity to say, okay, you guys, you like these things, you want these things, let's work for it Mm -hmm. because your education is going to get you there. And those are my fantasies for school. Wow. I wish you were my teacher and I wish that you had unlimited resources to take me on those field trips. That would be super fun. Okay. But I want to hear what you came up with for math. So that's the thing, Clint. When you propose this idea of doing fantasy field trips, I've been thinking about this for weeks. (laughs) Um, As I was trying to think of math field trips, it was difficult for me to come up with something that I thought, you know, wouldn't be like pulling teeth Mm -hmm. for kids. So I have really gone off the rails for this one, but you said it was a fantasy, so I can do whatever I want here. I had a couple criteria that I set for myself. First of all, there has to be some level of educational connection to the content that I teach. I mean, obviously we'd all love to go on some awesome vacation. I'd love to go to Disneyland, but I needed to justify it as some sort of educational connection to my content, okay? Makes sense. It would have to be something that I would enjoy doing as a teacher in charge. Okay. And I say that because, I mean, there's lots of things I would love to do, and there's lots of things that I would assume my my students would love to do. But as you know, we've talked about this in other field trip episodes, like being in charge kind of takes some of the fun away from it. So I was like, I want something that I'm going to really enjoy and not kind of have that experience tainted because I'm supervising and dealing with behavior issues and things like that. Exactly. I said also that just like a spring break trip with a group of students or a summer trip, we do those in our high school. They go to Costa Rica during spring break sometimes, or they go to France in their French class. Uh, That that doesn't count. Those are awesome and they are phenomenal. What a great experience. But those to me don't count as field trips. So for this to happen, the first thing I need to do is completely change what I teach. I would love to see a class in high school that is American history through sports. So, you know, Clint, I'm a huge sports fan. Uh huh. And if you think about, you know, American history, especially the, the 20th century and, and all the changes that have gone on in our society and how they kind of directly correlate to a lot of things that were happening in sports from the 1900s till now, mm-hmm. you know, between gender and race equity and, and uh, you know, war and how it affected sports and how, for, how sports and athletics affected the country during times of war and athletes using their platforms to take social and political action. I mean, there's all kinds of things that just parallel themselves as you kind of work through the 20th century. And so I think it would be a fascinating class. Uh, I think you could really pique a lot of students' interests in how you're tying in things that are happening in professional and collegiate sports with things that are simultaneously happening you know, in our country. Mm-hmm. So that's my class. I'm teaching that. Here's our field trip. Late October, we're going to go on a tour of the four to six of the major Hall of Fames in our country. Okay. 
We are definitely going to hit the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. Of course. We are definitely going to hit the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Okay. We will go to the Basketball Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay. And we will go to the NCAA Hall of Fame in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. And I've never been to any of these, but I, I think the Hall of Fames do a really good job of touching on some of those things I talked about. Right. You know? How how baseball was affected during during World War Two, mm-hmm. you know what happened at nine eleven and how MLB and and professional football responded to that and and right. all kinds of things. So I think I think it would just be a phenomenal deal. But the reason I mentioned late October is. If you timed it right, you would be able to hit up some games. Oh, yeah. The NBA starts their seasons right about late October. Okay. Major League Baseball would be finishing their league championship series right around that time. Obviously, in late October, you'd have NFL games. Uh You could definitely check out college football or a variety of other fall collegiate sports uh, as you travel through the the Midwest and the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I just thought, if we're talking unlimited resources, unlimited funding, that would be a pretty awesome deal. That would be amazing. I want to take that class, so get that put together. I'll let you know. And then I would also like to go on that field trip. It would be fun to do that. Well, that's going to do it for this recess episode. Please share your idea of the perfect field trip by reaching us on Facebook or Twitter at SchoolDupod or at our new website, SchoolDupod.com. We'll be back in your feeds Monday talking about side hustles and the things teachers do when they're not in the classroom to keep them busy, pursuing a second passion or simply just to make ends meet. Thanks again to Clint's wife, Nikki, for the charming intro and outro music and Corey Logan for the wonderful cover art. If you like what we do, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find the show. And don't forget to contact us with any questions, comments, or crazy stories on any of our social media feeds or by email at schooljapodcast at gmail.com. We might use them on the air. We're doing a listener mail segment on an upcoming episode, and we really want to share what you have to say. Thanks for listening. See you next week.